R in Sefer Malachim Aleph, Perik Aleph, Pasuk Yud Aleph. And so we saw yesterday that with King David really enfeebled and weak and withdrawn from the day-to-day administration of the monarchy of judging, his son Adoniah takes advantage of this and what he seeks to do is not usurp the Malchus. You've got to make that very clear. His intent is not to usurp. His intent is to position himself in such a way that when David expires, he is best positioned to succeed. He's putting himself ahead in the succession. He is bolstered by the fact that he is the fourth son of David. The first one, Amnon, is dead. Uh, Kaliyah is as totally disinterested in the monarchy, just wants to learn Torah. Absalom is dead. That leaves him. Moreover, he has certain imprimaturs of Malchus. He's very good-looking. He's, he's not uh, shy about asserting himself. And what he does is take advantage of the fact that David is out of it, is silent on it. Before you make it very clear that the climate, the political climate at that time, is not like at Avshalom, that there are those who are going to follow Avshalom into revolt. They just want to hear what David is saying, and David is totally silent on it. So what Adonia does is surround himself with all the trappings of Malchus, the carriage, the horses, the retinue. He consults with Yoab, the general, and um, the, the Kohen, uh, and who was out of a job now, has been stripped of the kahuna. And his plan is by establishing himself as the logical successor. When the time comes, he will be the successor. One man sees everything that's going on, sees the dangers here, and that is Nasan Hanavi. Nasan Hanavi was the one who brought the Nebuah to David that he is to succeed, it would be succeeded rather by Shlomo. Again, another advantage Yehudiah has, aside from King David's silence on the matter, is that Shlomo is 12 years old at the time. So now Nasan has to spring into action here, and we pick that up in Yudala. By Yomer Nasan el Batsheva. So he comes to Batsheva, Ein Shlomo. Shlomo's mother, Lemar, Halo Shomata ki Melech Molach Adonio ben Chagid, but Adonino David lo Yada. Have you heard that Adoniyahu is reigning, which is not quite accurate? And um, David has no knowledge of this. Now listen to me, he says, Let me give you the strategy. And what he designs is a pincer movement strategy with him and Bathsheba speaking to the king. And he warns her in case she is reluctant to take action, you have more to lose than anybody. He said, 
You and your son Shlomo are at risk here with your lives. Quite simply, what he is stating with Adonio on the throne, he will have to eventually get rid of Shlomo and by inference her, or at the very least, they are going to be marked people, etc. And their days under a regime of um, Adonio would be very dangerous and limited. So now, he says, go David, love, and go and say hello Go to him and say, Did you not swear to me saying that Shlomo your son will rule after me, will sit on my throne. So why is Adoniyahu acting like the king? Now, interestingly enough, there really is no record of King David taking an oath to Bathsheba that Shlomo's going to be king. Certainly not a public record. It's interesting that in Divrei Hayamim, uh, which parallels the stories here in Malachim, there is a very detailed exposition of David taking such a shrua. So apparently he does. It just doesn't occur here within these pages. So did he not take an oath? Did he not say Shlomo would reign? And who Yoshev al-Kisi means it's not just Shlomo. The dynasty which we have been promised will run for eternity and even thereafter will come from the descendants of Shlomo in a direct line. So it is a long-term proposition. So why is Adonijahu reigning? Now, this is the second part of the strategy, very clever. Now you're still in conversation with the king on this matter. I will come right in now, and I will supplement, I will fill what you're saying. I'm going to add verisimilitude to the argument you are giving him. Now, here's a question. Nasan is a Nabi. He brought that Nabuah originally to King David. Why is he so agitated here? It's a Nabuah. This guy knows the prophecy of the Kaddish Baruch is going to come true no matter what Adonijah does. The reason Abarbanel says that a Nabuah is not unconditional. Things can change in a Nabuah. The behavior of the principles, uh, change of circumstances, failure to do certain things, so that therefore you have to be vigilant in the Nabuah. You can't relax, you have to see the conditions are upheld. And we also know that even in a Nabuah, we learn from this, there has to be hishtadlus. The individual has to see to it that he does everything to see its fulfillment. He can't just look lean back and say, well, it's in the war, it's going to come to me anyway. So he tells that to Bathsheba. Batova Bathsheba el HaMelech. Bathsheba now does her part. She comes to the king, Hachadera, into Chadora in the room. Bathsheba came old. The king is very old. 
Avishak Hashuna Mis Meshoreis is Hamela. We saw that arrangement. Avishak Hashuna Mis is warming the king. Two things we get from here is one, Hasheva needs no announcement when she comes in. She can just walk in uh, on the Melech. And two, the fact that Avishak, it's not any you know, insidious carnality. This is a refuah. She's aware of it. It doesn't shock her. It's, it doesn't offend her. She bows down to the melech, which she does not really have to by protocol. And that tips off the king. Something's afoot here. What, what is it? What, what do you want? You have taken an oath to your servant, referring to her. That Shlomo is going to rule after me. And he will sit on my throne. And now it looks like Adonio is the king. And you do not know, you are not aware of this. Very clever tactic. She's not yelling at him or anything. She's just saying, you're not aware, but this is what's going on, and we did take a shore. And now he is staging himself a full-fledged party. He's sacrificing cattle. He's called all the sons of the king to invite them to this. Ulev Yasar HaKohen, Ev Yasar was the Kohen, stripped of his kahuna, fully cognizant that his only ticket to return days of glory would be through a uh, Malchus of Yehudiah. HaKohen Uliyah, Sar HaTzava, and similarly, uh, Yoav, who is out of power, Ushlomo Abdecha, Lo Korah, they have been brought in, but Shlomo is the only sibling that has not been invited. Listen. And this is a key point. You know, or you may not be aware, everyone is looking to you to say something, make a decision, announce the succession. No one's looking to revolt or no one's looking to uh, usurp the throne, but they are looking for guidance from you. And when the time comes, God may have asked for the king to lie with his ancestors. We will be looked upon, Shlomo and I, as sinners. Sinners, because they know Shlomo may have been promised the king, but the fact that he isn't the king is going to reflect that maybe the sins of Bathsheba and David are now going to be acting. That's why he's not king. And so therefore, we're going to be looked upon as sinners, Shlomo and I, and we, in effect, are going to have targets on our back there. The Hineo Denomidaberis, she's still speaking to him, and now the second part of the strategy of Dabering Amelaf, the Nosan Hanabi Bob. Nosan comes into the room. 
ויגידו למלך לאמור, הנה נוסן הנביא, notice that נוסן הנביא is announced. Unlike Bathsheba, he just doesn't walk in even though he's a Navi. And the truth we learn from this, the halacha, that the only person who can really come into the king unannounced, aside perhaps from his wife, is the Kohen Gadol. The Navi does not have automatic entrance. He bows down before the king. Vayomer Nassan. Nassan takes a different tack to supplement Bathsheba. Vayomer Nassan, Adoni HaMelech. You have designated Adonion to succeed you, and he is sitting on your throne. Today, he's gone down by his shore, fattened cows and lambs and sheep, sacrifices. He's called all the sons of the king and the Surrey Hatsava, the officers, Ula Ebyosar Hakohen, Vine Ochlin Vishosin Rifanov, Vayomriki Hamelech Adoniyah. And he's having this huge banquet of hangers on in his retinue, and they are toasting him. Long live Adoniyah Hamelech. Conspicuous in the non-invited list is Sadok, the Kohen Gadol, Benayu ben Yehudayah, the head of the Sanhedrin, Ushlomo Abdecha, and Shlomo isn't called, and I am not called. Now we know by law that if there can be no um, anointment of a king without three very critical people there, the Navi, the Kohen Gadol, and the head of the Sanhedrin, and none of us have been invited. This originated through you. You did not tell me. You didn't tell me the succession. In other words, they're using two different strategies. Batsheva is all, uh, look, you swore an oath to me. You didn't fulfill it. Uh, you didn't know what's going on. We'll give you the benefit of the doubt. Nassim is much more adamant. Nassim is saying you changed the instructions and didn't tell me. So now David, and this is miraculous, David, old and feeble, aged, helpless, disinterested, suddenly springs like a lion, taking every detail of this and formulating strategy. By Yan HaMelech David by Yomer, Kiruli Levasheva, apparently Vasheva has either stepped out of the room, the Vorshim say, or has moved herself a distance, allowing Nasan and David to converse privately. Batama Lutne Hamelech, she comes before the king, Batama Lutne Hamelech. Vayishova Hamelech, Vayomer Chai Hashem, Hashem Kodash, Nafshim, he calls takes an oath by all of the times that Kodesh who saved me. From, from sorrow, be it uh, from Avshalom, from Shoal, uh, etc. I take an oath, Ki Kasher Nishvati Lok, as I have sworn to you, Bashem Elokei Yisrael Lemor, Ki Shlomo Benech Yimloch Acharai, Vuhu Yeshevah Kisi Tachtoi, Ki Kain Ase Hayom Hazeh. Everything I swore to you, I will uphold. 
Vatikot Bashefa Paim Eres Vashishtafu Lamelech, Vatomar Yechia Deniha Melech, David Lolam. She's got what she wants. She bows down. May David live forever. And of course, she doesn't, as we know that he's near death. May he, you know, gain Olam Haba. And of course, may he live through the deeds of his children, is what she's really saying. So now, here's the strategy. Vayomer Melech David. Get me these three who without there can be no legitimate anointment of a king. They come before the king. Take my servants. Take my son Shlomo, put him on my mule, and take him down to Gihon. Gihon is Shiloh, sinking Shiloh, where the water flows, and there's where you anointed the king in those days. And therefore, why the mule, not a horse? Because a horse is a symbol of war. Adunio parades around in a horse and carriage. We're going on the simple mule, but everyone knows you can't ride the mule of the king unless you are the king himself. You make him king. And go out, proclaim before him as you take him through the streets. Long live King Shlomo. Say now, take him, put him on my throne. I am commanding him to be king over Israel and Yehuda. Uh, that's important, by the way, Israel and Yehuda. He is going to be of a united kingdom. There's going to be no split responsibility uh, here between Adonio. It's going to be all 12 tribes. He says, Amen. And he has a bracha. Like God has been with you. And his reign, his malchus, will be greater than yours, which is pretty um, daring thing to say. And yet the Gemara says there is one type of person who doesn't resent the accomplishments of other, and that's a father and a son. And that Shlomo, with the news on Shlomo, would gratify King David. That we know is the Urim Vitumin. And they do, they ride Shlomo on the mule. Sadok now takes the Karen Hashemen, the anointing oil, Minha Ohel, by Yimshach Shlomo, by Yiskub Shofar. He does a full-fledged anointment with the Karen, only Shaul and David were anointed with the Karen, with the oil that Moshe himself made that had been stored away. And uh, just one thing, uh, normally the successor of the king, if his son, does not have to be anointed this way. But here, if there is a machlokas or the potential of a machlokas, you do anoint him with the Karen HaMashiach. And everyone's delighted. They're playing instruments. The earth is shaking with the intensity of the celebration. So now we're going to shift to this party 
that Adonio has staged for himself, and they are about to get the shock of their lives, 8.40 a.m. Monday morning. Adonio.